0: Hey, how's it going, everyone? It's Meet Me For Coffee, live from the lockdown that is Ontario, Canada. Um, apparently, it's there's some type of resistance against having a live streaming concert and an interview right now online, so we're going to do it anyway. Um, we're, I'm here with Tense Machine. You might know these guys. The other guy there, he played in Age of Days. Um, Brendan, his name is Mike, by the way. Brendan, <laughs> and Dane, he played in Dead Set Society and Divine Brown. Um, they form an awesome band called Tense Machine. They're here to talk about their band and an exclusive performance as well. How's it going, guys? Excellent. Going good. Thanks uh, for having us. You got your coffee? How do you take your coffee, Dane?
1: Um Today it's Paps. Paps. It's a late I, take it, I, take it, I take it blue.
0: What about Brandon? Black. The other guy, Mike.
2: Other guy. When I when I do drink coffee, <laughs> it's usually like Twenty percent actual coffee and the rest of it's hot chocolate. Oh wow! So, yeah, I'm well, one of those. We try those hot chocolate bombs. They're pretty good too. No, but I'm I'm in.
0: Yeah, it's like a little ball that you put in the mug and then like you pour the the hot coffee or like the hot chocolate or the hot milk over. It's it just like overflows. It's it's not like a bath bomb exciting, but it's good. Um,
2: <laughs> it's like a chocolate bath for your taste buds. Sounds, I have I have seen dish.
1: those. I, i've seen the the facebook videos of them melting it is fantastic
3: yeah what have i been doing with my life i've never heard of this you haven't been living really there, apparently yeah. i i don't know
1: you need to what? get on pinterest
3: it
0: yeah like that's, <laughs> that's
3: clear now basement.
0: that's why you haven't been able to discover anything man
3: that's right um,
0: <laughs> it's a uh, it's something it's a big thing now i saw it on um uh, was it tiktok or something i was like wow like I've never seen this. All these kids have these cool things like this fidget toys. I don't really get it. Like, why do you want to keep playing with your hands constantly? Um, so we have Tense Machine here to talk about their new record. Um, well, it was released back in 2020, it's called Echoes. Um, and you guys also have some new material coming out as well, right?
1: Yes, indeed.
3: We've had a few singles come out the last couple months, uh, January, February, and March. We put out a new single each month. Awesome. So the latest one, Pull the Pin, is up on uh spotify and apple music and wherever you get your tunes from these days i don't know that's a, that's it's like you gotta you mention a whole bunch these days and it's like you just have to say it. wherever you get your wherever you listen to your stuff there's so many so many choices it's, yeah it's absolutely. it's kind
1: of what i feel like like you know people used to say about about drugs or something like where wherever you get your drugs you know that, that, <laughs> that's that's what <where> it is <laughs> that's,
0: like, that's what it's got to be right like wherever your podcast wherever you get your your one your, well, there's music. so
1: many places now yeah
0: yeah, absolutely. It's a, it can be kind of frustrating telling people where it is. You always end up missing something, right? So, um, how do you I guys have, meet? Go oh, on, sorry. Go ahead. I, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say I have I have like a little a little thing that I put in my notes on my phone that Mike wrote out for me so that <laughs> that when <laughs> when I'm at the end of a, a, a live stream or something, I can be like, okay, so. If you're on YouTube, um remember to this and that. And if you're Less on Squetch, remember to this and that. Follow. I haven't memorized it yet. I'm just I'm just we'll I, get I there. don't have it. I don't I have, have, it. It. I have
2: faith for Okay, year, hold on. Let's, let's, let's I'm gonna reenact
1: it. No, I'm kidding. A
2: global pandemic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a little bit more leave like year three. I've I have a child, Mike. <laughs> Playing that card. I knew that was gonna happen.
2: I knew that was gonna happen. Sorry I'm not being rude, I'm just sharing to the other social media. Nah, all
1: right. sorry George, you were you were you were asking a question before I rudely interrupted you.
2: No, 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 no. It's all
0: good. Uh, before we get to that question, has your your fiance or your girlfriend thrown out all your band shirts yet cuz that happened to me a very long time.
1: <laughs>
2: Throughout? Yeah. Wait. So got rid hold of on. disposed of. How how Now missing.
0: Yeah. What's going on? Where's my shirt? Dominated. All your band
2: shirts just disappeared.
0: I'm just kidding with you. I got some still sticking around, but like,
1: no, know. my band shirts definitely disappear. But for a different reason, she Yeah, it's going to say
3: shirt. mine, mine steals mine. She's yeah, like, she, oh, that's a nice band <laughs> shirt.
1: Mine she definitely takes them. Now, most of them I do get. I, I'm kind of weird with shirts. I don't like anything tight around my neck. And most band shirts are like just normal T-shirts, right? So when we're on the road, I will say like I, I never wear, and I'm sorry to any of the bands that have given me shirts. Please keep giving me shirts in the future, um, because again, they do go to good use. Uh, they look a lot better on her than they do on me. I'm just gonna they say still that. find a home. Like not 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 to be tawdry about it, but yeah, they, they look a lot better on the on the female part than they do on the man.
2: <laughs> so hoodies look, though, we love yeah. hoodies though. Yeah, hoodies rock yeah hoodies. Yeah. Are you get the biology of the hoodies so
0: hoodies just rock man how did you guys end up meeting like i know you guys are from different bands um how did this all happen i know you guys were in dead set society or uh uh that other what was it called before Dead Set society you got it yep. yeah never say die never say no, die
1: i said it i'm gonna get i'm gonna get an <laughs> injunction in the mail tomorrow because i just used that word but well, we keep word, that, mystery, that, we that, can that always name. tell this
2: in context of the story of why we had to change Oh, that's the true. We can
1: tell it in context. Well, mm-hmm. and this is technically, it's, <laughs> I just like how dangerous it sounds that this is yeah. an illegal podcast. Yeah. It, it, what was that Christian Slater um, movie back in the day where he was like a, an illegal radio jockey? And he, he did like broadcasts from a, a van <gasps> down by the river, I do believe don't worry i'll look it up when, when we're talking about something important someone I'll, will fact I'll, check
2: that in the comments fact i'm check sure that. yeah
1: <laughs> are,
3: are those are those the rules in ontario that uh we can't you know open small businesses or have a live stream but we can go to yorkdale mall don't worry about that you can go in and we true. can
2: talk Walmart. on the phone yeah <laughs> yeah so um, the question was how do we meet I think.
1: yeah yeah mike you you head this one off
2: okay how how far back do you want to go um Oh, that's scary. The the Dane and I played in a band called Age of Days. I I was playing drums with them for a bit, um, and then I brought Dane in. So Dane was playing with Age of Days. Uh, we were going to go do an acoustic tour, and we needed uh, we, we thought it'd be good to bring someone else out to do some piano stuff. Um, so we actually ended up calling up Reed Henry, uh, which we could probably go back even further because uh, yeah. Reed, tell us how you met Reed. Reed. Well, it was I, I his just mom wasn't it. No, I just called him on the phone because I just had his number. Um, oh. but I did, I did, long story short, I did meet Reed's mom when she was working at um, uh, Canadian Music Week or, or Indie Week, sorry. Um, but like, even though we were like partially from similar towns growing up and stuff, like, we never actually crossed paths, but I knew who he was. But, um, I knew he, he played piano and, and did backing vocals and, and played guitar and stuff. So we brought Reed out on uh, Asia Day's tour. We were the Saint Sonia and Disturbed. And so the three of us kind of hit it off there. Um, got to a point where I started working on some music that, that uh, Reed and Brendan had been working on after um, uh, My Darkest Days went on hiatus. And then half-jokingly, I was just like, you know, if you need a drummer, let me know. And then Dead Set Society started forming around that, and then Dane was brought into that as well. So it's like the four of us were moving forward um, with that, and then we did a lot of touring in 2017. Uh, 2018, things started to slow down a little bit and then ended up putting the band on hiatus. And then in 2019, that's when Tense Machines started I think it was 2019 nice started kind of forming, just figuring out to put some music together. Cause Dane had some demos that, that he pitched in for dead set, but I didn't really feel like they worked with dead set. Um, and I'm like, I think these are still good tunes. So those are the first three songs that the tense machine ended up putting out um, in May, 2019. So yeah. it, it's just, it's one of those things. Like I I personally feel like we've known each other a long time. I've known Dane for about 10 years but like touring with Brendan for the better part of a, a year and a half like i feel like i know him very well now yeah and possibly mutual but it's like when you when you tour it's almost like like dog years when it comes to like length of time cuz like yeah. a month of touring is like 6 months of actually knowing somebody
3: and we met before the band though mike cuz uh, age of days and my darkest days we that's did a, a couple lot, shows that's a lot of days yeah. that's, that's a lot of days but we yeah. played together in um <laughs> it was only 2 days in- in Chatham, Chatham. Yeah. Uh, what was that place called? Twisters. I don't know. I don't oh my remember. Gosh. But I do the remember there that was has two the shows.
1: pole right in the middle of the stage.
3: That sounds familiar. Possibly.
1: I think that's the place. Or no, 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 no. Sorry, that's Mavericks. Mavericks. That's in
3: Ottawa. Oh, that's in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. I was always standing that, in front sorry, of that stupid pole. That's right. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> okay, you're a bass player, man. That's what happens. I just. I know.
2: No, we oh, we, I know. we did, Brenna, We did cross paths with Asia so Days. Um, Dane wasn't with the lineup at that no, point, would, but it was just a couple shows, and like we didn't really see anybody. Like my my memory of that show was watching Reed set up and watching Sal set up, and I feel like that's that was like what I remember from most because we were just like waiting around because we're waiting for your band to set up and do soundtrack and stuff. So again,
3: I was there, but you didn't see me because yeah, I didn't, I didn't I see you. you didn't no.
2: remember. No no, no one.
3: no, it's nope. probably it's because I set up so efficiently and so fast that I was already gone, and they were still <laughs> setting
2: up. Brennan, two moves yeah. the you are,
1: you are extremely efficient when it comes to setting up, tearing down, wrapping, wrapping all your stuff up, like B's stuff always looks pristine, my stuff always looks somewhere in the middle. Mike's stuff kind of looks like. It never left the store. It's
2: organized chaos um, with drums,
1: and then and then <laughs> Reed stuff with dead them, set though. was always kind of it. It depended depended on the day, but like definitely Mike and Brendan are are insanely methodically organized. And, and I'm the
3: Tetris master.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you fit stuff in that trailer like you did.
3: What What do you like about tour?
0: Like, is it you obviously miss home? But what what is The thing that drives you to besides the fans that 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 you love about it
1: honestly if i can start i i definitely uh it's it's the fact that that when we're at home we don't get to play every day um or at least we we don't get to play for people every day like that um and and especially i think uh brendan and i have definitely done a lot of more um I guess you'd like cover band type stuff. Um, hired gun or for, stuff. Or for, yeah. hired, for hired gigs. And Mike has definitely done a lot of, you know, producing other bands, mixing other bands. So I think when, when we're at home, a lot of what we do is, is not what we're writing. Um, and, and, you know, behind the scenes when we're at home, that's a different story. But, like, what we get to do for, for a crowd if we're at home is typically not our own stuff. Um, when we're out on the road, there's something amazing and, and I think a lot of people think that, that that it gets old because you're playing the same set every night. you're playing the same songs for you know a year, two years. and and they think that that gets old. I, I feel like it's it's after like six months where, where it actually starts to, to really feel amazing. Because when you can stop thinking about the technical side of things and it's just kind of muscle memory and it's like, you know, you get in, you set your stuff up, you plug your cords in, you go grab a drink and wait for the sound guy. You, you set up, you do sound check. Sound check's always the same. It's like when, when it gets down to that part, then, then it's magic on stage because then you're not thinking about anything. Um, and, and that's something that you don't get if you don't go on tour. Like, bands, bands that, that spend a lot of time in their own area, um, you know, you could, you could play three nights a week in, in your hometown, and it, it'd be completely different. When, when you're on the road, and, and you're locked in a van with, with those people, and you're listening to their jokes, and you're listening to their arguments with their, their family or their girlfriend or you're listening to their toots or (laughs) like it's all that stuff it it does go into it it's it's the same way that I feel about you know being in in a loving relationship it's like all the things that no one else sees that's what goes to make that strong relationship and that's what goes to make what what that magic is on stage is is all those things that like like uh, one of one of my favorite memories is the night that my top hat smelled so bad that we all were just like like gagging on stage trying not to smell gross. my top hat gross. and it, and and it's like <laughs> it's oh, it's man. totally <laughs> gross but it's 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 the fact that no one else gets to experience that and I guess that's a really selfish way
2: of, of what you talking like, about it what do you like about tour there? They get to smell it's my like head. It's like
1: making these guys smell my stench. I like making people smell
3: head. my stench. It's but great. no, like,
1: and, and, and I think like it, it goes for every member of the band. There's all, it's, it's all those things that nobody else gets to know, but we get to know, and then I guess in, in live streams we get to tell you about. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my favorite part about Tour, is the fact that Tour makes a, a band a family. Um, I think playing playing random gigs here and there, you can be working your butt off. You can be rehearsing all the time, but if if you're not touring, you're not getting to see that side of of those musicians. Um, and so, and and I do think that comes out on stage. Like you can you can tell those bands that like they may not have been together. Like Disturbed, when we were on the Disturbed tour, they hadn't played for what eleven years. Something it's for like a while, that. yeah and and I think it was Dan talking the one night and being like yeah you know like we did like a rehearsal and then we kind of just came to to the sound check and figured we'd we'd set it up there (laughs) and it's like it's like when when you've been together that and I feel like you know that's kind of the way we work it's like we all we all rehearse on our own we all keep our chops up but but when we get into the rehearsal space it's it's mainly just to kind of suss out certain things and and get it get it vibing but but being on tour that's when that's when like I said it's the difference between um being a band and being like a band family
0: and before we get to Brandon here uh how long did you go before you wash that stupid hat man like
1: I just bought a new one you don't actually i no i don't wash them how long was
0: it it that one
1: that one i think we were out for about three months and that was that was very much at the end and you know you're wearing it every day sweating (laughs) and sweating and i i sweat a lot um i'm just being honest i mean the hat
3: was bad but like okay we got to take a second and talk about the strap the guitar strap <laughs> that you were using in conjunction with that hat as well—it's like you'd open the guitar case, and it would just waft out. It was almost worse because it would be contained in that guitar case. In the guitar you know? case, yeah.
1: It, yeah. it was a good guitar, like case powering up the in the stench. guitar case.
3: Yeah. So that first when you open it up, it'd be like, whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike the other night talked about hockey gear, and uh, similar. And that, that's the only thing that I could liken it to. Yeah. It was that was, and actually, you know what? We gave that top hat. We all signed it, and we gave that to the Candyman. So uh, that uh, it did it did go to good
3: use. Uh, That segues into my experience. Yes, you meet a lot of interesting people on the road. Colorful. (laughs) Um, No, that's 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 one of my favorite parts of it is going to play live and. You know, getting on stage in a town where you've never played, or even just you know, a bunch of people you don't know in the audience, and they're looking like, "Who are these, you know, McGillicuddy's on the stage?" And they don't know you. They don't know you. They don't know what you sound like or anything. And then it's it's like the the act of you know, winning them over and playing for these people you don't know and making new fans. Then meeting them afterwards and hearing and having people say like, "I had no idea who you were. I was you know, came to see, you know, whatever who you're playing with." And now and now I'm a fan of you guys. That's my favorite part is making that connection with with new people, right? I just, It's for me, it just kind of, it never gets old.
2: It's, it's so much, I don't know, personally, I think it's a lot more fun playing for people you don't know. Cause you can just kind of do your thing and not, not worry about it. There's a lot of people I always think, Oh, hope everyone likes us. But like, as Dane was saying, when you're on tour long enough, you kind of don't care because you're having fun. And if the people in the crowd want to have fun with you, awesome. If they don't, that's cool too. You're still going to have a good time, but no, it is fun playing for people who don't know.
0: What do you like about uh touring Mike?
2: My thing about touring, I, every day is an adventure. Every day is survival. Every day is like, if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, the mission can be like, deliver this to this house. But it's like, okay, we'll just drive over there. And then all of a sudden things start going sideways. That's what tour is like. And I, I, one of the things with touring is like, I always think everything is is okay until it's not okay. So like, you're always, your adrenaline's always kind of going. You're always just like prepared for stuff. And it, there's just something about that adventure every single day where like you've these heightened senses and when you finally get a chance to relax or enjoy some peace for a bit until the next thing shows up that it's it's not okay um it's it's just it's a different state of living day to day um when you have those heightened senses and that 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 adventure every single day and as Dane was saying too like when you're the same you know three four five people every day like that becomes your family. So like the adventure that you're experiencing is with them as well. And there's things that happen when you're on the road because you always joke about, you know, what happens on the road stays on the road, but there's things that happen on the road that you people wouldn't believe you, mm-hmm. you know, unless you were there sort of thing. And and again, it's just like, I, I like that about it. I like that, that daily adventure. And even when you come home, because there's kind of this like, bit of like post-tour depression that sets in. And I think that's a big part of it too, because yes, you're not hanging out with the people that you've been with in in very close quarters for, you know, weeks or months on end. But also I think a big part of it is just like that constant adrenaline, that like constant going, that constant need to achieve these goals, be places at certain times, you know, perform. Like all these things, it's like when you're at home and like that all f- kind of disappears. It's just, it's a very, very different feeling when you're actually touring, touring.
0: that's pretty interesting different perspectives like i know uh, brennan's very in demand like he's been part of so many great projects and he still is i mean like i see your name you're part of different bands and stuff how do you how do you balance all that
3: um just don't stop working i mean that's and, and and that's kind of what i love i love to keep busy so is uh, I just try to have, you know, and part of my work is, you know, I play for, you know, cover bands and and other things when I'm at home. So it's, it just kind of, it it keeps you from getting complacent, I guess. So, and that's, and, and, and similar with, with being on the road, like when you have, when you're working towards those goals and, and and when you leave for tour and you have, you know, I love having an itinerary sitting on the front dash of the van and we just start going, going down. It, 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 I guess it gives me, it makes me feel like there's a purpose. Like I have a purpose and I'm really doing something and I'm working towards something that I really want kind of thing. So and, and I guess that's true when you come home the post tour depression, when you, you come home and you, you're done everything, you kind of go, well, does my life have purpose now? <laughs> Even if you don't think of it like that, it's like that that purpose is kind of gone a little bit. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I totally get that. But yeah, it makes you you know, I, I just like having things to work towards. And and it well, might
1: be, I will say just to interject B is definitely the dude that like, we'll get home or not home. Wow. Well, I call it home, but we'll get to the hotel at, you know, let's say it was a long drive on a day off or something. We'll get to the hotel at like 11. And most of the time B has been, been driving most of the day. The first thing he does pulls out his base, opens his laptop, throws his headphones on and starts starts going at it and like learning tunes. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Thanks, Turner.
1: Nice. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like learning tunes, doing all this stuff to 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 prepare for other things that are coming up, and uh, that's that's something that that it's funny because like Mike does the same thing before shows. Like I always see him throw his earbuds in have his drumsticks out and he plays through the entire set just in his earbuds. So it's like, everybody has these, these ways that, that they keep, they keep diligent. And I think that going back to what Mike was saying, like when you get off the road and, and you don't have those things to do, it's like, yeah, you can sit and you can practice, but it's like, you don't have, you don't have the the seven o'clock, sound call you don't have the nine o'clock show call you don't have any of that to 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 be ready for so it's like yeah you don't have to you don't have to rush your push-ups in the morning you don't have to to you know get your oatmeal done before 11 o'clock so you can get your stuff out of the hotel room like there's there's so many things that go into a day on the road that you don't have to do when you're at home so yeah (laughs) The the after tour depression is is real.
2: I I want to add one thing with Brendan because you asked him about how he juggles all the musical responsibilities with the bands and stuff. I think it, he juggles it by deflecting the guilt every other band and and project puts on him to make them that priority. Because that's it's one of those things you always have to look at the schedule and go like, well, what do I have time to do? And I know with with, with Dead Set and with Tense, it was difficult with. Um, uh, the the one group with the classic albums live because it's like there were shows there, and like when Tense did our first tour um, at the beginning of January last year, like Brendan like flew out to go yeah. do a couple shows because there was and a gap in the ga- yeah. schedule. Yeah, so we we dropped him off at the airport in in New York, and <laughs> and, and like picked him up in Detroit. And it was just like that. That's the thing. It's hard. I like, imagine it's gonna be hard to juggle that stuff. But you just look at the calendar and you go, like, what? What can I do? What do I want to do? I guess. What
3: days do I have off?
2: Yeah. yeah. And is it and is it realistic? I remember like booking that. I was like, just book the flights. It's cheap.
0: Well, I, I would so. assume the classic albums live gigs are actually pretty good pay, right? So I mean, yeah.
3: So I mean, and that's that was you know obviously you can't deny that that was a, a reason behind that. Um, but yes, there were days off. I mean, it, it is made sense. It made sense, but oh, it yeah. just barely made sense, and it was like right in the middle of it where I was it like, "It worked. It worked." That's <laughs> it the main <laughs> thing. <laughs> it worked. No,
1: nothing went wrong. There were no, no delayed flights, nothing like that.
3: But there were, and yeah. Still,
1: no- and I still remember B getting off that flight and and coming, and that was the first time that I had heard about COVID. Because because oh. of that flight, and yeah, that's right. There, there were people coming from the Wuhan province or something like that.
3: Yeah, I don't know what. Something. Yeah. It was starting. It was beginning. Yeah. I mean, realistically, we were probably exposed to it last year. When we right.
2: Don't think. I think we would have noticed if we were. We don't I don't know, know yeah. man. I still,
1: I didn't have my my voice for that entire tour. I'm just, I'm I'm trying to say that, like, I already got it, so I, I, <laughs> I won't get it again. So I can hold off until I get my vaccine. Thank thank
3: goodness. There's funny moments, though, on tour, going back to that before with the, the scheduling thing, like how it worked, because I found myself in a bar, and there's, like, a hardcore band playing, and I'm in my headphones, like, playing along to Billy Joel. this is weird this is is funny but but this is but this is gonna work it's gonna work
1: and you were you were like you were like actually sitting in a booth with like your laptop and your bass just running through tunes and stuff
3: yeah Yeah. but I, i i think that's the best way to sort of learn music though is by learning like transcribing learning exactly what's on records and especially stuff that's out of like your genre that you normally play in. Like I've I've always played in hard rock bands. So it's really good to learn like funk stuff or like even just older, like classic rock and pop music like that, because it sort of takes you out of your element. And I don't know how many times I've been learning just way off genre stuff. And I'll I'll be remembering a lick and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And it turns into something that we sort of use, right? So just kind of keeps things fresh.
0: Well, I know Mike actually produces as well, right? so that's
2: that's correct
0: it keeps you busy as well off uh off tour
2: yeah i i will admit since when Dead had started so kind of started going 2016 i started winding some stuff down later on in, in that year because i felt like if we're going to go out and tour i don't want to have all this stuff sitting um that i'm not going to get to so it's one thing to take a deposit from a band and be like yeah we'll get to it and i wasn't around for like the whole year um so like i did slow down with that but i've just been you know produced the dead set stuff produced the tense machine stuff i've been doing a lot of mixing too the last year um because that was the thing too like with everyone start but more artists and bands recording themselves um a lot of us that, that are on the production side we knew at the end of last year um you know quarter three and quarter four we're like we're gonna get a flood of music to mix because bands are gonna go this is pretty easy to record Get to the mixing stage and go this sounds like garbage um so they want to bring somebody in at, at that point but uh no it's like i i enjoy the producing aspect of it but I, i've been saying for years i think more and more producers are going to end up in bands or end up as part of a band like as even as, as like a silent like a, a fifth member uh sort of thing or as a silent member um working that way and that's that's the way it's kind of been like the it's, it's kept cool. steady that way very cool not not hunting for projects which is and, definitely and they nicer. Check,
0: they can check your stuff out i mean like you get the hay Lang, langford page um, yeah the gaming page as well like you're just so busy man like that's
2: well to, to go to go down that um that path for a second like we started talking about it last year um like especially with the tense machine um like with the the live streams on the Wednesdays and then the Sundays at six. Uh, Dan's been doing that for about, about a year now. Um, when things started locking down, it just seemed like that was the progression of everything. It's going to be live streaming. But actually for me, it was the, I think it was in 2018. Um, my buddy, AJ Perry, we have a, another band, a punk side project called those deadbeat summers. And neither of us want to play shows because it's just the two of us. AJ sings and plays guitar. I play bass and drums. Um, neither of us want to practice. Neither of us want to play shows. So AJ is like, why don't we just start a a Twitch channel and just play video games instead of practicing and playing shows? And I'm like, that sounds good. So I started kind of getting more into the the gaming aspect of it, but I was really looking at the video and broadcasting side of it. And also me, it's like, I'm not one for public speaking, believe it or not. Um, so for me, it just (laughs) made me more comfortable being on camera. And like learning the, the, the video side of it, because I, I always felt like it's going to turn into that with bands down the road. So yeah, I have, we have the Tense Machine stuff. Yeah, I've got some Dear Bands um, stuff. I got my podcast, Dear Bands Live, and then I've got my, my Haylink for Gaming channel. But to me, it's, just, it's creating content. But if you're in a band right now and you don't understand how live streaming works or don't understand some of the video um, technolo- technology for, for broadcasting video, you're really missing a very obvious piece of your skill set it's yeah. just straight up so well
0: we're going to step over the line here we mentioned about how uh being locked down um has changed a lot of bands uh futures or you know careers or have them have them step back and see how they can survive during this time um apparently we're not supposed to be doing any live streaming of uh performances or anything like that cuz it might bring people together and uh um this is why we are you know I I told my wife before the show anybody knocks on the door don't answer it um <laughs> but uh To say we're not here. Yeah, we're not here. He's <laughs> not here. Um we're gonna have uh Dane perform a song. And uh okay. it's gonna be uh well, which song are you gonna play for us?
1: I was gonna do one of the ones from the album. This is uh this is the, the, the band favorite. Um it's called Freak Like Me.
0: Awesome. Anytime. <laughs>
4: a freak night, freak freak
0: Oh, that was awesome, man. Thanks so much. That's great. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> Cheers, bro want to do one more yeah definitely all right which what's this called this is actually i'm going to do the first one that we ever um released as a band so this one came out i believe it was may of 2019. um so this was this was definitely before uh before we really knew what tense machine was um we started recording these tunes and uh so yeah i think i think throw it or yeah i won't throw it away i think it came out may of uh may of 2019. so yeah this song's called i won't throw it away
4: As much as you try to push me away, I'll crawl my way back to you. I'll do what it takes. I know we'll survive and find a way back through it all. I'm counting down the days till I can take you. Oh, Now I'm still waiting for the chance Waiting for the chance to show
0: that that was completely badass man that was sick that was great so that was from 2019 right
1: yes yeah so that was the first uh the first release that we had
0: yeah that was great like how did you guys come up with the name tense machine
1: that was a mic we (laughs) we, (laughs) we were definitely i think it was one of those things where we were sitting there and i hate i hate coming up with names for bands honestly i think that of being in a band, that is my worst hated thing. Well, and Even we had a bit, a bit of a bad experience.
2: We yeah, had a bit of an true. experience with that. so <laughs> It's hard enough to find a, <laughs> a band true. name, but when you have a band name and you have to change your name when you're on tour and on the radio and charting, um, that's a whole other thing. So you put a lot of thought into like what is usable and what is on the maybe pile. So but...
1: I will say one of the coolest things, though, was Dead Set, when the name changed over was like, wasn't it literally the day that we hit the top 40 in the States?
2: I'm, I'm not sure, but it was like basically overnight. I'm
1: putting it, I'm putting it, it just like, like that in my memory.
2: But yeah. as, far as, as far as a tense Machine band name, I, you're going through names and you think stuff's cool, and then you instantly got to check for the dot-com, you instantly got to check for like what shows up in Google, and then also what shows up on Spotify. Because if there's anything, because even with that's its original name, there's like seven bands on there that have that name. Um, but with with Tense Machine, um, I thought Machine was a super cool name for a band. I'm like, that's got to be taken. And it was taken by some band. And I think it was like the late 80s, early 90s. And um, so then you just start shoving other words on either side of it. To see what happens, machine you
3: know. head. Oh, it's taken. Machine oh. face. Oh, not good.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you start just putting words on, the, on this. Real talk. This is for bands or artists that are looking for names. Just just do that. And then when you Very find true. something, when you got all your socials, nothing in nothing in um in in Google, and then and nothing on Spotify or anything else. Then like you know you're in good shape. And then present it to people because you've already kind of done the homework on it. But that being said. Being i still called, find
1: every time the tens machine thing comes that's up. what i was going to say that being yeah. said
2: because of seo it's like it's what shows up in google search is tense machine banned because it'll keep thinking that you're looking for tens machine
1: you know the awesome Which thing i still is, don't though, even maybe know maybe what that is some kind of oh but it's it, famous it's, it's like it's for <laughs> like your back and stuff it's like a like a doctor hose type thing oh,
2: for your back now you tell me
1: yeah Jeez. That, we that's should what get I'm saying. sponsored like, I'm I'm, a, not saying, I'm not Bus saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I feel like we should <laughs> I feel like we should get just like honorary tens machines things because like I, the the guys have been with me on a tour <laughs> where my where my where my back goes up oh <laughs> men's machine men's machine
0: There you go There's your SEO right
2: uh,
1: Okay there there, yeah. there we go We've Thank you very much, Tyler. (laughs) I feel like if there's a place
2: called Men's Tashin, and if Tense Machine was playing that, and our tour was sponsored by Tense Machine, that would be, Dane would just, that'd be the ultimate task. That'd be the exam.
1: No, it wouldn't even be an exam. It would be, I would just be slaughtered. I'd be like, all right, (laughs) all right. uh, I'm not even going to say where we are or what we're doing or who we are because it's just going to hurt everyone's ears. You would just so.
2: get a backdrop with it written on it and it would drop down at the end of the show and you'd be like, "I'm supposed to say that." So, everyone just read I'm it. I'm the guy
1: that writes the like like the the security code on the inside of my arm because I know I'm going to forget it when I go to lock the door or something. <laughs> like I'm I'm that guy. I'm the guy that every year goes back and forth whether my mom's birthday is March first and my dad's birthday is June twentieth or my dad's birthday is June first and my mom's birthday is March twentieth. it messes me up every year, and I every year have to message my sister and be like so it's it's mom's birthday coming up, right? I just need
2: two generic birthday cards then you're good, yeah. Hey happy birthday but, to you!
1: Days. But either way, oh, okay. And then I just drop it off at the house on on both of those days.
2: That's right. Yeah, but no.
1: But then, okay. Then what happens? June twentieth.
2: Drop, drop another, another one off. off. Yeah, just drop them both.
1: Okay, but then but then they're going to be sitting there going, okay, like whose birthday is it? So you oh
0: walk in the house first, and they like, oh, happy birthday, mom. Like, oh, well, I
1: I it. already I have. I already have most of my family thinking that I am like slightly touched in the head that would just add a whole new layer to it that's okay man
0: you know what it's kind of weird because i, I was i was working with your publicist before who had dead set society and uh then she told me that you guys are changing your name that uh, to was a dead you, you change your name and it was like what's going on these guys are at the top of the charts uh things are going well yeah like things are going well <laughs> changing their names like, uh, and at that to point, I, was to, I was trying to book you guys as for a show um like live with me here and whatever and i found out that dane actually grew up in the same town as me and we have never met right we have never met at all um maybe once or twice but I, you were probably singing for that one cover band
1: oh yeah at yeah, yeah at that point yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah so was, somebody told me they had the guitar players uh from a place called woodstock I was like hey i grew up there. <laughs> Who is the, it? The
1: like, small what? world awesomeness is, and and I feel like Woodstock is weird for that because yeah. there's there's a bunch of people that 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 I've run in since coming back home, and I what I always knew that at some point I was going to to make my way back.
0: Yeah, you're stuck between two ferns on the wrong show Just set. Just
2: one fern, yes. Yeah, cutbacks. One,
1: it's not. If it was a fern, I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't be so aggressive with it but it's a palm like they can take it uh (laughs) but no when i came i i always knew that i was going to make it back to woodstock at some point um i didn't know that it was going to be as early as it was but at the same time uh i'm happy that it did happen that way because uh yeah lots of lots of fun stuff's happened in in woodstock since then but i i i will say that yeah like it 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 was funny kind of like riding around town on my bike and because i do i do love to ride my bike i love to ride my bicycle i love to ride my bike um and and yeah you said you saw me riding around on my bike the funny part was is i'm like wondering which times and how terribly dressed i was at those times because like when i ride my bike like there's 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 rock dane and there's bike Dane. And bike Dane sometimes converges with rock Dane. Which one wears the, the, the purple part, pants? That's bike Dane. Funny enough. Which one gets Dane. kicked
2: out of the hotel breakfast?
1: Uh, that actually, funny enough, would be bike Dane as well. <laughs> bike Dane.
2: <laughs> Which
0: one wears? I feel on? like
1: bike Dane. I feel like, but uh, no, that's bike Dane too. But I like, I, okay, I I can't talk about myself in the third person anymore. It's it's really <laughs> it's making me feel fiduciary. Um. but yeah i i do love to bike i've found since i've been driving more like i'm not gonna say my pants don't fit but they're definitely tighter than they were when i drove my bike around all the time and and my thighs i'm not they're not as creamy as they once were (laughs) <laughs> no.
0: Got to be i don't, I don't have
1: the creamy <laughs> hamstrings that i once did wow it is a lot
0: of people you know for me like i've I probably gained some weight since i've been in this little you know covid nightmare i think we're all sharing about as you mentioned earlier in the interview um when you were just first hearing about covid right now you've probably heard of heard about it like a billion times every day it's the same thing um what are the plans after this well, honestly I mean, we, want a,
1: we want to we want to tour the second that we that we can safely do so um like it, when it when it comes down to it we we dad sorry wow i just read dad belly on the comments <laughs> and, and, and i couldn't i couldn't not so we we dad belly oh wow um but no no uh, thankfully it's not gotten to that yet but but you know why well, yes me we time. do dad belly give me, give, me, give me time we do dad belly but <laughs> but no the the second that we can safely tour we want to be on the road um obviously like there's there's lots of things that that will keep us from from doing the the same because i will say dead set was was probably one of the hardest um grind bands that i've been in like i've i've played lots of long tours um
3: but those were like three months at a time straight
1: yeah like they were like three months at a time and it wasn't it wasn't like three months on a tour bus you know what i mean like Like you're chasing a bus in a in a van chasing a tour bus and yeah like doing doing (laughs) things that that you know typically bands in a van didn't didn't normally have to do um and and it was awesome at the time but i just i just mean at this point like i i doubt that we're going to be in 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 lieu of everything that's going on like i'm sure that it's not going to just jump back to being the way it was um i'm i'm trying desperately not to use the word normal uh but, but i I doubt that it's going to get back to that way anytime soon. So I'm sure but that our our touring y- is going to be different.
3: I, I think that as soon as people can get back out to shows, though they will because that's oh, like the people course. that the people that live for that, it's like they will get back to that as soon as they possibly can. Like I've heard, you know some people kind of speculating like, oh, the live industry is going to go away, and it will never be the same. And it's like, yeah, those people that live for concerts, they will be there as soon as they oh, can of be course. for sure. yeah. so. When we'll I bad.
1: say not the same, I mean more so in the fact that like like health wise for the next couple of years, I'm sure that we're going to be coming back to get to get tested and and we'll have to do different things to kind of stay on top of that curve. But but either either way, at the end of the day, I I guarantee that that I'm not just speaking for myself. And the fact that, you know, when when live music can be live again, we definitely want to be on those stages so um you know we we don't want to be a a a youtube band (laughs) as as much as it is amazing doing these live streams and the ability to to really interact with with fans and and friends like we we really haven't been able to do necessarily before um it's it's really cool to to be able to do that but at the end of the day, like I will drop my computer in a sewer grate to be able to jump back on stage again and, and shake my booty and sweat.
0: Yeah. A lot of things have changed and it's very hard to, you know, it's easy to find new music, but it's also very hard now to fathom the idea of actually going out to a concert, man. That's getting kind of scary for venues around here, independent venue owners. Um, Even like the big companies like live nation have taken a freaking massive hit this year. Right. Um, but I think you guys have a ton of great hits. That last song you played, I won't throw it away. Had a sweet little riff going out of that song. It was really good. I like watching you get into that. Um, you want to play one more song and then uh, we'll come back and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, that sounds good, man.
0: All right, man. Anytime. <laughs>
1: This song is called Bottom of the Bottle.
4: <clears throat> I tried to play this straight. I tried to do this over. Too little all too late. Each day is one step closer Seems everything is pulling me At the seams and Just don't get too close to me Cause every time I fall apart Hit the bottom of the bottle And even though I tried so hard Just keep reaching for the bottom Even though I won't survive Tried. No know you're right but every time I fall apart Hit the bottom The bottom of the bottle Hit the bottom of the bottle Yeah You tried to pull me in I tried to drag you under how so long it's been it's down I even bother seems that everything is broken me At the seams Just don't get too close to me, yeah Cause every time I fall apart hit the bottom of the bottle Even though I tried so hard I just keep reaching for the bottom Tell me that I won't survive unless I fire, Know you're right, but every time I fall apart, hit the bottom, the bottom. Keep trying to break free. These chains are heavy, chains are heavy, chains are heavy. I keep trying to break chain heavy, yeah, yeah Every time I fall apart Hit the bottom of the bottle Neither even though I tried so hard I keep reaching for the bottom Even though I won't survive unless i fight Know you're right Every time I fall apart hit the bottom of the bottle oh hit the bottom of the bottle yeah
0: that's tense machine bottom of the bottle uh meet me for coffee thanks a lot everyone for uh, tuning in uh the machine joining us for uh, an exclusive interview on a uh, live on a lockdown edition. I never thought I'd be actually doing this. I feel so forbidden doing this. Uh, <laughs> I feel so forbidden. I'm drinking uh, a 15 year old uh, Wiser's right now. I just thought that after the first song, I really get into it. So it um, feels good to kind of let go and, and just hang out and enjoy music, enjoy conversation because it's something that a lot of people, you know, they don't really do anymore. Um, they feel like all the pressure and stress in the world that's happening with COVID and whatever they just can't let go because there's a lot of issues happening in the world you know whether it's work or trying to find work or being off from work and um that can lead to a lot of stuff and um, music is definitely soothing to the soul and it's a very big shame that they tell you that you cannot stream live music man um live you know that's that's something that really touched me today, man. I was like, man, that sucks, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Pearl Jam or you know, Tense Machine. It you should all, you know, we should be able to watch whatever we want, right? It's uh a, it's a, Yeah,
2: if we can go to Walmart, we should be able to have a few people in a venue to uh to live stream a a concert.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Come on.
2: Yeah, seriously. It's,
0: it's not like I'm gonna invite Dane over to watch Tense Machine at my house, right? He's in the- <laughs>
2: Well, on that on that topic though, like that's why we found it was really important with the the Sundays at six. Like, it was a chance for people to meet up. It was a chance for us to to chat with friends and fans, and a chance to hear some live music. Dane's been doing tons of covers on there as well, and telling stories about some of the songs because like Dane's a songbook. Like he knows like Brendan's a songbook too, but like Dane was the, with the Dane
3: takes that. Dane takes that. He is a. Songbook. I think it's
2: different when you need to know the words too, but that's coming from yeah, the but is. it but it's like the idea that uh, oh, that Dan, Dane's had enough. Said enough, I guess. Uh, <laughs> got a call from management. So just got oh. it. No, but the, the idea with the, the Sundays at six, like it's it's a nice meetup for people, and and when you have when you're basically we're a year into to doing that, um and like, it's consistent. It's it is live music. It's it's us working with what we have right now. And even when we were putting that together, the idea was like, when we can get back on the road, what can we put, um and that's why that was the third time Dane fired me from his bit. Ba- no, I'm sorry. He just got his earpiece back in. Um, no, that's a, that's another joke for another time. Um, but the idea with the Sundays, it's like it, it allowed us to, to still meet up and, and hang out with, with people online and still have some live music. Um, and sorry, but I was going to say is um, the idea of when we can get back on the road, where can we put a, a time slot for live music and acoustic stuff? That's not going to interfere too much. Cause even if we were playing a show, Chances are, Sunday you're going to be good by 6 p.m., or you can hop on for half an hour and we can still do something. And, um, cause that, that was one of the things at the beginning of this, and, and even talking to, uh, to several other people that, that are in bands or management and, and labels and stuff is just like, don't do this in, in the short term, thinking that this is just going to be a band aid. Like, build off of this. Like, it's going to, the live stream is going to be good. It's, it's going to, it's going to keep snowballing through the years. So, um, Again, live music—it's it, still another experience for us to be on here together. So,
0: yeah, it's it's so great to connect with musicians and and people just feeling the same way that uh you know, you know, we all feel the same about this whole situation. Whether you're a musician, you you're either a laid-off worker, or, um, someone who was starting a business before this, and then things just kind of went awol. Um, uh, Dan is now rejoining us. Uh, hopefully, I thought the police came
3: to his door.
2: Oh.
0: And you left. I was like getting kind of scared they are not
2: get the back. script right. We're not here. It's like yeah, I telling
3: them what they start taking us out one by one. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I That'd somehow might... My... Squeeze through a window down my face with me.
1: My, <laughs> my <laughs> audio cut and I couldn't uh, hear anything. So I was for a little bit I was I was thinking of just like pretending that I could hear you guys and trying to read lips and and just kind of like smile and nod. But then I was like, okay, that's not going to work.
0: It's not going to work. Yeah. This has been so cool like um it's been uh, great to finally connect with Dane. Uh, I, I've spoken to uh, Mike a few times uh, before I knew about Tense Machine and uh, Brendan. I, I, as a bass player and musician, I really admire all the work you've done in My Darkest Days and going um, you know, forward, forward. Man, it's um, it just makes me wonder. It's like you know how how close was My Darkest Days to just you know, completely exploding before uh buddy just completely checked out. Like, uh, you know, the singer, right? it's... It
2: wow, was close.
1: 18 weeks at number one. That's pretty, yeah. cool. that's definitely exploded.
2: It <laughs> yeah, already exploded. <laughs> that's, it, that's a pre
1: explode.
3: It yeah. was, I mean, it's funny cause I found a photo about the time that, um, that's from about the time that, uh, porn star dancing was number one and it's like nine dudes in a van and I want to make a meme. I want to make a meme that's like touring expectation, and it's all this. It's like Motley Crue in a bus or something, and then it's like reality, and it's like us. Like oh.
2: number one. <laughs> yeah, number one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> number one
1: for eighteen weeks. Yeah, I'm still wearing the same underwear guys, I wore you yesterday. This,
2: you guys came
0: out with the second album, and then
3: we and we, we did. Uh, that we like we yeah, I mean that that was quite a year that's that's a lot of bucket list like I got to play uh, Madison Square Garden we were opening for Nickelback for 3 months of that and then um yeah i mean but from all that stuff like uh, you know sometimes there's a there's a silver lining i think there is i just refused to give up and it brought me it's funny cuz of the journey everyone's journey in the music industry too it's like you'll always hear stuff like that where it's like you get so close like my darkest days was so close to finally sort of getting over that like opening band, like that third album was like, you know, I try not to think about it too much, but it's like, Oh, the third album was going to be so good. And we were, and we were working on it at that point too. But it's like, I think all of those things, um, they bring you down a path. And I think it's brought me to a really good spot. If my darkest days would have kept going, I probably wouldn't be in a band with Mike and Dane. So I think that's a really good thing that came of it. So yeah. That's silver lining, of you to say, silver right?
0: lining. That's so sweet. Uh, you know what guys, thank <laughs> you so, thank you so I, much. I
1: goosebumps. I got little goosebumps when
0: you said it. I, I got goosebumps and I got, kind of got all like flut, flushed in the face. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little. It's the whiskey. It's the whiskey. It's the yeah. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's whiskey. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys. Uh, once again, Tense Machine, you can check out their stuff uh, wherever you get your your music. We talked about this earlier. You know, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, maybe go on YouTube. Uh, maybe even you just buy a record. I mean, they can go to your website and buy a record. They have
2: physical as records as well? for sale.
0: Yeah, keep it tense, man. Um thank you so much, guys. Um I don't know if you want to play one more song before we go off the air. We'll go right off the air after that. Um, but it's been the last songs you played, like I've heard the records and stuff, it just it sounds so good. Just thank sitting so much, man. Yeah, so thanks again, Mike. Thanks again, Brennan. Thanks again, Dane. Uh Tense Machine, you wanna maybe do a cover of a song?
1: You know what? Oh, i'll I'll do a cover i'm 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 gonna do one this is this is a little out of the ordinary but i'm gonna do a ryan adams cover um not brian adams ryan adams um yeah
0: all right play us off the air
1: sounds good guys
4: Oh, you are on our bed, do it again. Would you cower in fear, in your favorite sweater, no old love letter? I wish you would. I wish you would come pick me up, take me out, fuck me. Hope you out, would you stand right up with a smile on your face, would you cower on fear in your favor of a sweater, an old love letter.
0: Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, Tenzel machine. Subscribe to their music wherever you get your music, or buy a record. With some real DJ stuff over the, the music. <laughs> you know, it's uh, really humbling to hear the harmonica. Finally, I thought he was going to play some like right, tragic. Yeah, I, sure you know, I was like, get this going. No, um, no, I can't!
1: Damn
0: it! Let's let's uh. Let's wrap this up. Subscribe to Meet Me for Coffee, where we you get your podcasts, and subscribe or buy a record from Tense Machine, wherever you get your music. Take care, everyone. It's been an intimate live from lockdown. Hopefully, we'll do this once again, but in person. Uh, meet Me for Coffee with Tense Machine. Thank you so much, Mike, Brendan, and Dane. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having Thanks us so
3: much.